0: Welcome to In Progress, a podcast to help you grow and learn how to become a better version of yourself. Now, here's your host, Michael Cerigliano. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of In Progress, and today's episode on how to be the most confident person in the room. So today, we're going to be talking about confidence, how to build your self-esteem, because that seems to be an extremely extremely large issue in society now. Uh, A lot of men and women both struggle with people judging them, worrying about judgment, and not really being true to their authentic selves. Um, So I did a little bit of research through a bunch of different psychiatrists and different, um, say, uh, YouTube influencers, I guess, that talk at length about mental health, confidence, self-esteem, and how to boost that. And um, in this video, we're going to have a brief discussion on how you can become the most confident person in the room, regardless of where you're coming from. So like I've said in previous videos, I, at one point in time, was probably the least confident person anywhere I went. I was closed off. I did not want to take up any space. I didn't want to talk loud. I didn't want to put myself out there. I was the definition of an introvert, somebody who just couldn't talk to. I was afraid that if I talked to somebody, I'd be inconveniencing them by having a conversation with them. And that is, in all honesty, a terrible way to live your life because everybody has something to bring to the table, including yourself and just because you think you don't doesn't mean that you don't that's just you essentially closing yourself off before even given the opportunity to do so so to start off what is self confidence exactly right so the regular the typical version of self confidence that everyone seems to seems to relate to is ego right and ego does play a huge factor in self-confidence and it can go one of two ways ego can play to the far positive and the far negative so you can have low self-esteem and high self-esteem based on your ego a great example of this would be people that think that they are the best thing ever the best thing god has ever put on this earth that is someone with extremely high self-esteem extremely high confidence And that is 100% backed by ego and then on the inverse somebody who thinks that they always get the short end of the stick they always end up in a bad situation it's like everything is working against them right that victim mentality we all know so well whether it's us that is in the victim mentality or we know somebody in the victim mentality so that is all ego as well because either I'm the best to ever do it. I'm the best thing on this earth or I am the worst. I'm in the worst position you can ever possibly be in. It couldn't be any worse than how I have it. What was me? The problems always come to me. So that is both ego driven and a great way to learn to get yourself into a better headspace, to get yourself more self-confidence, more self-esteem, is to separate yourself from your ego. And the way that I went about that is becoming outcome independent. So typically, when a normal person, a normal person, will say, tries to do something, whether that's going up and talking to someone at a venue, whether that is presenting in front of a class, a, uh, presenting in front of a room, pitching a sale, you're almost always going to be dependent on the outcome. So say in the scenario, you're going up and talking to someone at the bar. You're a guy and you go up and you talk to a girl. You want that conversation to go amazing. And if it doesn't, you, you feel defeated. Your night is ruined. In the classroom setting, say that you, you want to present this, this topic that you're really passionate about. And maybe the class doesn't receive it the way that you wanted them to your days ruined so learning how to become outcome independent is a phenomenal tool to being more confident because once you learn to pull yourself away from the judgment of others that's when you can start to become more confident because to be quite honest with you The majority of people's problems when it comes to confidence and self-esteem is based on others' judgment of themselves, right? So no matter who it is or what scenario, you are afraid of being judged. The reason why I was so introverted when I would go out places, when I was hanging around with people, the reason why I didn't talk is because I was afraid of being judged. I was afraid that I did not bring anything to the table. So therefore, I don't deserve to talk. And if I did, they would look at me like I'm stupid right so you need to be able to separate yourself from the outcome and just do things because you want to do them if you want to go talk to that person just do it to do it and whatever happens is fine because you went and you did it right same thing with the presentation sales pitch and all of that just do your best in every single scenario and you will be fine nothing bad will ever come it, say you go up and talk to that person and they don't want to talk to you so what that's what a minute two minutes of your life that you Didn't even waste, it's a learning experience. I went up to someone that didn't want to talk to me. Same thing with the presentation and the sales pitch. I pitched it this way and it didn't work. And now I know for the future, right? So another big thing with uh, self-esteem and self-confidence is instead of having everything be ego-driven and outcome-dependent, learning how to do things to service others. So instead of doing things just to do them, instead of doing things and hoping for the best outcome possible, doing things and not hoping for anything in return, service to others, right? So you're not doing this service to others in hopes that you're gonna get a thank you, you're gonna get an I owe you one. You're not doing it for that reason. And the most successful people in this world are successful because of their service to others. Bezos solved the problem with his With his company and that's why he is as successful as he is that was service to others he's making money now because of the his ability to solve a problem same with Bill Gates and even in the sense of a musician they are solving a problem it's a service to others they are providing music that up until that point was not out in the world they created something and put it out there for somebody else to listen to and that is service to others as well and success is success is driven from service to others and when you learn to service others whether that be creating a company creating music giving to the less fortunate donating all of that is service to others and you should never be expecting something in return not not even a thank you you should be doing things only out of the kindness of your heart and when you learn to essentially deflate your ego and do these things just because you know it's right and you know it's what's needed, that's when you can learn to be more confident. You become a better person because you're not doing things for selfish reasons, for ego-driven reasons. You're doing things simply because you know it's the right thing to do. When you walk by the homeless person on the road and you have a dollar a spare, you give them that dollar instead of taking a video of it and putting it up on social media for clout. Those kind of things will help you leaps and bounds when it comes to deflating your ego and becoming more confident, right? And then there are some practices as well that I've noticed can help someone become more confident and have higher self-esteem. For one, and this goes without saying, right? Getting in the gym, eating healthy. A healthy body is a healthy mind. So if you can get yourself into the gym, or if you pay a personal trainer, you pay a dietitian, and you get your body right, before even seeing the results, you'll notice the results. Your mental health will be better. You will be more at ease, at peace, right? You're going to notice more energy throughout the day. And then when you finally do see those results as well, everybody is more confident and has higher self-esteem when they look as good as they can, right? So don't keep putting off exercising. Don't keep putting off eating healthy. Live a healthy lifestyle. That doesn't mean don't party ever, but that does mean take care of yourself, right? Our bodies are, for the entire time of our lives, deteriorating, and if you don't take care of your body, you're essentially just deteriorating faster. So your mental health deteriorates along with your physical. And if you can put a halt to that or slow that down by exercising and eating right and drinking water and taking the right vitamins and minerals and nutrients, you'll notice that your body slows down the aging process, almost goes in reverse. And your mental health is so much better off for it, right? And then also, confidence is equal to competence, right? So I'll say that again confidence is equal to competence now that doesn't mean you know only do the things you're good at but that does mean get good at a lot of things so for example I'm I'm not great at darts so why would I why would I, why would I play darts but I want to be good at public speaking so here I am I have a podcast I make myself speak improvisationally speak in front of a camera once a week actually twice a week because i want to get better at free flow speaking so competence comes from knowing how to do things whatever those things may be and if you're competent in an area then you have to hone in on that laser focus in on that thing and get amazing at it and start adding things to your repertoire right so If you're great at speaking, right, but maybe you're not great at physical fitness, You're you're not really good in the gym, hire a personal trainer, have somebody there to teach you how to be great in the gym. Then you could take it a step further and you can become a coach and you need to start adding things that you're interested in, that you have a passion for, whether that be personal fitness, personal health, or something completely unrelated. The more things that you are good at, the more confident you're going to be because you have more things to bring to the table. And because of that, by default, your confidence will go up. Your self-esteem and self-confidence will go up because you are good at so many things, even if it is completely unrelated. If you're good at boxing, right, you're going to go into a, a venue, a party, with more confidence because you're not concerned with, oh, what if something happens and I get in a fight? Because you know you can handle yourself. You walk with a different kind of confidence in you. You walk with a different kind of swagger because you know you can handle yourself. Now, another thing is being hard on yourself, right? Being hard on yourself is probably something that a lot of you guys, myself included, don't really take to that next level. So there's a lot of people that I know that absolutely hate the position that they're in in life but they also go home and play video games and drink you know tall boys and eat like shit, and smoke weed after work all day they don't worry about the gym they don't worry about learning anything they don't consume positive content they just go home and play video games and complain about their life so I mean, it goes without saying, you know this when, when you're watching this, that that lifestyle is not going to lead to anything productive financially, physically, mentally, none of it, because you're literally going home and doing nothing. You are doing nothing. Now, some people enjoy video games, the same reason some people enjoy books, You know, take the edge off, be, be in a stress-free environment, turn your brain off for a minute, cool. If you need to do that, you can. But when that becomes habitual, and all that you're doing after work is playing video games, all that you're doing on your day off is playing video games, drinking beer, smoking weed, eating like shit, well then there's a problem. And you're, of course you're going to be in a terrible position. Of course that victim mentality is going to be running rampant in your life because you're not doing anything to fix that. You're not doing anything to make your situation better. All that you're doing is complaining about the situation that you're in. And any situation, can be fixed. Any situation can be fixed. I had someone on the podcast earlier, uh, like a month ago, who is a recovering drug addict. He's adi- He was addicted to heroin. And finally he said, enough is enough. And he stopped. If he can stop doing that, you can stop playing video games. You can prioritize learning a new skill, a new talent. You can prioritize going to the gym you can do these things but you choose not to and that's your biggest hindrance to becoming more confident and a better person overall is prioritizing pleasure over progress you need to be able to put progress first always and pleasure is only something that happens after the progress you reward yourself with the pleasure You're not going to go home and reward yourself for working your job. You have to work your job. If you don't work your job, you're going to live in the streets. So you should not be rewarding yourself for working. But maybe you go put in that half hour in the gym, that hour in the gym. You sweat, you sweat, you you work hard, you feel sore. Reward yourself now. Now you can reward yourself. And I can tell you from personal experience, the longer you go down this path of self-improvement, the less those things that are pleasure, the less they're, the the less you want to do them. I haven't drank in I don't know how long, and that's not even by like personal choice, like I'm not gonna drink. It just doesn't really do anything for me anymore. I don't get excited to go drink like I did, right? I'm home meal prepping, I'm in the gym, I'm learning how to box, I'm, I'm doing all of this shit, I'm doing the podcasts, I'm doing all of that and it just, I forget to drink. And that's not a bad thing. Drinking alcohol is not a positive thing, it's fun, but it's not something that needs to be prioritized, right? Taking the load off every once in a while should be prioritized if you're working hard. But I can guarantee you 99% of you, myself included, are not working as hard as they should be or could be. And that's where the problem is. You need to work as hard as you can and become the best version of yourself that you can in order for the time of pleasure to make any sense. Otherwise, you're rewarding yourself for absolutely fucking nothing. And what, what's the point of that, right? So, another thing that, another practice that I heard that I think is honestly a phenomenal way to get yourself more confident and to have you have more self-esteem because you know what a confident person is. You see them walking down the street. You see them in the bars. You see them out and about. You know what confidence looks like. And you know what you want to be, the ideal confident man or woman. You know what that looks like. So what you need to do is, instead of going and playing that video game when you get home, go and write in your notepad. Get a notepad. Get a notepad to write in, because that's also a very important practice. But write in your notepad what does a confident person look like what do they do right so my idea of a confident person is someone who's in great physical shape someone who walks with their shoulders back chest out up straight taking up space they dress well they take care of themselves physically mentally and emotionally they that That's where that confidence comes from, is just being the complete package. And when you're the complete package, you will inadvertently be confident, right? When you know that you're bringing so much to the table, you don't have a choice but to be confident. When you know that compared to everybody else, you're up here and they're down here in regards to the work you've put in on yourself, the things that you're doing with yourself, what you're bringing to the table, You will be confident, but the practice that I heard that I think is phenomenal for someone struggling with self-confidence, write down what a confident person looks like to you. So whether it's male or female, what does a confident man look like? What does a confident woman look like to you? What do you want to be? And what you need to do is when you write that down, really be descriptive. Really write down every little detail, how do they walk? How do they talk? Do they pause between words, between sentences? Do they, do they dress a certain way? Do they have a certain hairstyle? All of that. Write it all down. And then what you need to do is, little by little, make those changes in yourself. And this is the, the perfect example of fake it till you make it. You pretend to be this character. You essentially put on a mask of this character of this confident person, and you go about your daily life being this person, being the confident person that you know you wanna be, and you put this mask on daily, you look at yourself in the mirror, and you tell yourself how great you're doing, how amazing you are, how you're bringing everything to the table, you are the complete package, you are the man, you are the woman, you're the shit every single day. And eventually it becomes who you are when you play this part long enough it becomes who you are and this is easily easily proven by how everyone turns into the group that they surround themselves with right you are the five people you hang out with most that's not because that's who you are it's because that's learned traits from others so instead of learning shitty traits from shitty people Learn how to be the person that you want to be by yourself. Write this list. Look at this list. See exactly what it is that you need to do to get to be this person and practice this daily. Every single day. When you go into work, you walk in a different way. When you go to the gym, you walk in a different way. You, you, you take up space now. You are the shit. And eventually, this uncomfortable feeling of faking it becomes who you genuinely are and then it's it's who you are you are the confident person that you've always wanted to be and it takes time don't think that writing down this list and practicing it in a week you'll be good no 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 no. you're gonna take months before it starts feeling somewhat authentic a year or two years before it becomes who you are but it does become who you are and then once you get to the point where you feel comfortable and you feel confident you start adding on to that right so if your list is 10 items long and you perfect that after a year, but within that year, you, you meet new people, you see new people, you hear new people, and you're like, oh, I want to add that to what I can do. I want to talk this way because this seems to be more confident, more, it seems to elicit authority. People will listen to this person talking, whereas maybe when you talk, it doesn't. And there's so many different ways to learn. There's so many small, minute details that you can learn to make yourself sound and be more confident. Something that I learned back years ago was speaking from your diaphragm as opposed to your throat. A lot of people speak from their throat. And when you speak from your diaphragm, you easily become louder, your voice becomes deeper, more controlled, and it's just an overall, that, that's a confident way of speaking. And that's just one small thing. YouTube is littered with different practices to become more confident, to seem more confident, different ways to do your hair. Speak, walk, dress, everything. You can learn it all on the internet. And that's a great thing about the the generation that we're in right now. There's a lot of people that aren't doing shit with themselves, but when you finally decide enough is enough and you want to do something, well, everything is at your disposal. You can hire a personal personal shopper to buy all your clothes and send them to you for like $50 a month like you the the possibilities are limitless and then finally what I want to leave you guys with is something that Carl Jung spoke about and that is treating yourself the way you would treat somebody else now that does not mean treat everyone else nicely what that means is the way that most people treat others most empaths treat others is they they just treat them as as well as possible they're nice to them all the time they're they're sympathetic they 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 don't want to ruffle any feathers but when it comes time they challenge them but not aggressively there's a lot of people watching this right now I guarantee that shit on themselves daily for no reason just because you did something wrong yes there's accountability that needs to be taken you need to understand where you fucked up and you need to fix that and make sure it never happens again. But there's no need for you to talk shit to yourself all the time. So treating yourself like how you would treat a random person, a friend, a stranger, a pet, treat yourself that way with that kind of love and in turn, others will see that and understand that that is the precedent that you have set for anybody to treat you. Once you start respecting yourself and treating yourself the way that you want to be treated, others will follow suit. I want to thank you guys for watching today's episode. If you have any questions, comments, feel free to throw it in the comments. Like the video, subscribe. Thank you for watching. Have an amazing day.